What is our desire? Chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians ends with this statement, But earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. It might benefit our understanding if we read it this way. You should earnestly desire the best gifts, yet you should be motivated by love, which is the only true foundation for these gifts to operate. Verse 1 of chapter 14 admonishes us to pursue love. We are to follow, actually chase after, love like a hunter seeking prey. We are to seek to fulfill love and have the attributes of love listed in 1 Corinthians 13 guide our usage of the gifts. We are to desire spiritual gifts. We are to be zealous about and have a passion and burning desire for the gifts. We should have an eagerness and intensity for spiritual gifts and especially to prophesy. Especially here means chiefly, foremost, or to a greater degree. The desire to prophesy should be at the top of our list of priorities. Paul made it clear that we are to desire spiritual gifts, and in verse 39 he writes, Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy, and do not forbid to speak with tongues. I do not believe this verse was included because he couldn't think of anything else to write. Did the Holy Spirit direct Paul to place a big exclamation point in this passage so that we would see the importance of prophecy? The instruction is to desire spiritual gifts, but especially to prophesy. That puts prophecy to the forefront. We are not to desire gifts just for the sake of having gifts to talk about, but to be yielded to the Holy Spirit so that He can speak words of encouragement through us to our brothers and sisters in Christ. We are commanded to use spiritual gifts, especially the gift of prophecy, so that rivers of living water may flow from the Holy Spirit through our innermost beings to give life to the body of Christ and also give light to a lost and wounded world. If I gave you a gift of the latest warp speed computer, and you left it in the shipping box sitting on the floor, what good would it be to you? You would have the gift, but what good would it be doing in your life? You would miss all the benefits you could have by not using the gift that was given to you. Paul wrote that we could all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and be encouraged. The gift is available, but are we willing to use it? Why did Paul place a great emphasis upon having a desire to prophesy? Is this gift greater than any other? Is it greater than the working of miracles or faith or the gifts of healings? The emphasis is there, but why is it there? I believe it is because there is a greater need in the body of Christ to be edified, exhorted, and comforted. Also, there are multitudes of unsaved people who need to hear the gospel, but most will not respond to tracts tossed at them on the street they are far more likely to respond to a conversation with a spirit-filled believer who has a word of knowledge that can demonstrate he knows something about them than only God could have shown him. We may not need miracles and healing every day, but in my life I can become so spiritually drained that I need to be exhorted, edified, and comforted. Prophecy changes us on so many levels. It may affect our thinking, our emotions, and our spirits. Prophecy is a river of living water. Do we really want that river of living words to flow from us? But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish that you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification.
But now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you unless I speak to you either by revelation, by knowledge, by prophesying, or by teaching? 1 Corinthians 14, 3-6 Verse 3 states that to prophesy is to speak to men to edify, exhort, and comfort. We are to prophesy both on an individual level and also on a corporate level. We are to speak to each other and sometimes to the church. The result of obedience is blessing. The body of Christ needs to recognize the hurt and heartache of the world around us. Sometimes we may have to quit texting, put down the iPads, turn off the MP3 players, silence our iPhones, and open our eyes and hearts to the people around us.